Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 86, Dreamers. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 10 from James Warden. It comes from the spring of 1989 and is about 20 seconds long. Let's listen. Hello, Paul. This is James. Uh, hey, I'm thinking of going up to Dreamers tonight because Bunny's going to be DJing. And uh, so if you want to go, give me a call. But Unlike last week's message, this week's is fairly straightforward. James begins by singing a line from Sway, a song from the Rolling Stones' Sticky Fingers album. He then invites me to see Bundy DJ at Club Dreamers. Bundy is our friend Bundy K. Brown, who became a producer and musician, most well known for his work with the group Tortoise. Dreamers was a small club on Milwaukee Avenue whose history marks a crucial moment in the transition of Chicago's Wicker Park. Before Club Dreamers opened in the mid-1980s, its location was occupied by Zlata's Belgrade Restaurant. Zlata Maksimovich and her husband Mike fled Yugoslavia in 1955 and began serving Serbian food at a humble space just south of the Damon Avenue L-Stop in 1957. At that time, Wicker Park still reflected the influence of a large Polish community which inhabited the area northwest of downtown. The biggest influx of Eastern European immigrants came at the turn of the 19th century, But after World War II, this population was revitalized with displaced persons from Poland and other countries now east of the Iron Curtain. At the same time, as industry shifted to the suburbs, the neighborhood saw an economic decline and became fodder for depictions of urban sleaze in the stories of Nelson Algren. In the 1960s, Puerto Ricans and Mexicans, sometimes displaced from other neighborhoods by urban renewal, began moving to the area. Low rents, abandoned industrial spaces, and proximity to downtown provided the perfect conditions for an influx of artists and musicians in the 1980s. It was in this context that clubs like Phyllis's Musical Inn, the Czar Bar, and Dreamers became centers of an edgy alternative rock scene. Dreamers hosted bands like Fugazi, Sisters of Mercy, and Nirvana. After I saw the Butthole Surfers perform there in the fall of 1989, It took several days before my hearing no longer felt muffled. The insanely high volume in such a relatively small space was masochism for the ears. Club Dreamers was replaced by Nick's Beer Garden in 1993, 
And over the course of the 1990s, the artistic aura of Wicker Park attracted more upscale businesses and residents, ultimately making the neighborhood unaffordable to those who had sparked its transformation in the first place. It's a common story, first documented by Sharon Zukin in her classic book on New York's Soho, Loft Living. What's different about Wicker Park, according to sociologist Richard Lloyd, who calls it neo-Bohemia, is that rather than being displaced, many of the artists are incorporated into the new design and high-tech economy that arises in the neighborhood. Fred Armisen, who lived in Wicker Park from 1988 to 2000, embodies this contradiction brilliantly. In a scene from the first season of Portlandia, Armisen's character Spike, an extreme biker and nonconformist, begins acting with rage as a yuppie business type takes over his neighborhood. But in the end, the yuppie becomes the bohemian and Armisen becomes the yuppie. All right, that's it for this week. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.